I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm the best one, I'm sure. With him sitting next to me is Fisherman. The, the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christopher uh, Glasson, yeah. I believe. You alright? Yeah, go on. What you got to say about me? Um, well, you've turned up in a better mood than you did last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah, was an yeah. absolute miserable prick when you turned up on the yeah. door the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in a really bad mood. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's you at every party you've ever been invited to. <laughs> no, so no, don't, don't have a go it's not. Me. I don't sound like that, but my face, my face looks like that. <laughs> Is a funeral a party? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he puts the fun in funerals. <laughs> um, oh, oh, let's get back. I want to talk about your spot in a bit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we should say that the other voices uh, joining us today um, is uh, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello. Uh, Joe is um, a writer uh, for Pod Bible. Yeah, I like the way you avoided saying my surname then. <laughs> Go on, uh, No, I'd like to hear your, your pronunciation. Go on, try pronouncing it, Joe. Devereaux. Yeah, not even close. You haven't even got the right letters. Go on. Ducaro. Ducaro. Yep. Even exactly Carol got it right. Did exactly. she? Carol got it right at the door when she let me in. So yeah, it's a shame there. Oh, Stu. Well done, Carol. She has to know these sort of things. She, she does the wages. Yeah, she's right. got to work. <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> Recognise your name from the invoices. Well, oh, God. <laughs> um, and that other voice um, is the guy that we're about to thank, uh, who is 76. Hello, everybody. Uh, our producer. All right. I'm all right. Just moving your microphone a little bit closer to yeah, you. Now it's halfway down my throat. That's <laughs> 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 what I like. Uh, um, okay, so um, we've been speaking to Joe for a couple of months about getting this one recorded. Um, I've never seen anyone turn up with quite as many notes. Um, I mean, Matt Stocks didn't do a bad job, but he did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Rourke movies. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. He, he oh, was, thanks, sir. Who else has turned up with lots of notes? Um, Billy Lunn from fucking Subways. Oh, my God. He, he basically bought the scripts. Yeah, he bought the scripts. <laughs> hand, hand, handwritten. Handwritten. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd done off the bit in track of him a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and it was the first time I'd seen him since he'd done Hardcore yeah. Listing. And I said, mate, that's still one of my favourite episodes mm. of him just going off in about a million mm. different characters from Life of Brian. Yeah, it was very good. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Joe, um, thanks for driving down from Southampton today. That's right. 
No bother. Um, How was the traffic? That's an interesting subject for oh, a podcast. Yeah. Should, we, should we, we go through the route I took? Yeah, please. <laughs> We've just paused um, another episode. We, we was recording and Joe's got here, so we're going to have to pick back up on that episode when we finish with this. But, feedback um, for Joe. Yeah, sorry. That's passive aggressive. passive aggressive. Thanks for making the two hours, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. but you was early, uh, 22 minutes early, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, my, my point being with that story um, was the fact that Christopher, uh, that that's going to be an episode on, on Patreon about mm. top five hobbies you'd like to try. Yeah. Um, that conversation about let's talk about the drive down would be a hoot compared to Chrissy's hobbies that he wishes to try, <laughs> which was fucking boring. Well, I've you've not even you've only heard two so far, mate. Right. Okay. So you don't know what the others are. Okay. Sniffing Human skin and lamps. Geenism, <laughs> <laughs> I think that is. <laughs> Chris, should we thank the sponsors? Nah. Fuck them. <laughs> What's up to Charles from Love Beer and thank you to Luke from Bang Boom Creative. Thank you, gentlemen. What's your top five, Joe? Uh, well, I picked out, I had a short list of ones that I wanted to do the original one I wanted to come and do was top five sort of surprising things about getting married but as you quite rightly point out Chris you're not married no but <laughs> never mind it'll, it'll happen one day mate um, so yeah and then I went through thinking well I could do top five hardcore listings because you know I'd, I'd listened to this for quite a long time I mean that's so uh, quite an indulgent it would be it would be yeah oh god yeah that was oh yeah no we are brilliant yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris, yeah. we was on fire yeah. that day uh, I did think we were doing top five podcasts obviously with the pod bible connection mm-hmm. yeah. uh, top five Stephen King things I thought about Ooh. doing why did you not do cool. top five podcasts because I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Be, watch be, him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Where we've got a four-way conversation here, I feel a two-way between me and Stu. You know, it wouldn't be quite as interesting as a triangular. You wouldn't have quite so much to, uh, to offer up. I'd have been silent. So yeah, so uh, watch them. <laughs> don't watch them. Whenever they come on the telly, always switch over. Uh, so yeah, I thought we'd do a uh, top five British horror films. I know you've yes. done horror films a few times. You did uh, the zombies one. Yes. When you went to do the. Uh, was it the live zombie experience thing? Is that yeah, the one in Reading? It was the one, it was one in Reading, wasn't it? The shop, what was it? For Z Events, wasn't it? Little um, plug there for Holly. But, but I mean, she's not there now, is she? You know, no. Z Events is still going. But it was in Reading, in the abandoned shopping centre. It was amazing. Mm. Stu was like a slightly a, a bigger, taller Danny Dyer. And he's I, like, I couldn't make it. Home. Unfortunately. <laughs> did, did, you, did we not invite you, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, did invite a 76 out of one. And he's like, where's my invite? Oh! <laughs> It, it weren't very good show. You would have hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Wank. Just full of dead people. Yeah. I was one of the zombies in there. You didn't know. <laughs> what was That's weird? I was, was a cameo. One of the zombies was a spit of Dan Lassac, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. Who lives in Reading? Who lives he in does, Reading? He does. And, like, and a couple of times... Have you asked him? No, literally, in the end, I went and spoke to him because I just thought... Um, when I say look like Dan, I yeah. was like, That's Dan. Yeah. Like Because he had a bit of makeup on as well. Mm. Yeah. I was like... Dan is a zombie. Um, <laughs> and this kind of thing, you think, I wouldn't be surprised if Dan was doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he was, I've got to go and say something. And there's a picture of him with Pip, which oh, looks right, fucking yeah. mental. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yes, yeah, so, yeah, we've done the zombie one. But I, I, I never get bored of horror movies. 
so you know I think we can do this forever in fact yeah. if we change hardcore listing just to be about horror films I'm alright with that what do you reckon there's my as pitch as long you. as there's not kind of monster specifics I'm alright yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. well we'll touch on that I think. <laughs> um, but yeah no, the, well the idea of that it came from uh, there's a, a podcast called Evolution of Horror Oh. With a, a chap called Mike Munzo, who does bits and pieces for the BBC and stuff. It's a really, really good podcast. And the, he he sort of does a, a series at a time. So he's done like zombie films. He's done uh, The Occult he's currently doing. Um, so yeah, that was sort of the, the thinking behind it was, you know, emulate. Yeah. Emulate something you, you, you quite like. So yeah, thought we'd go for a British horror as well. Because the other thing is I think that the discussions on here are best when... Because, you know, the example came where you were doing, um, what was it, top five dinners that were like shit or something. And you were talking oh, about potato. Yeah. And I thought that's, that's quite a British yeah, thing. Yeah, so I yeah, thought definitely. when you're talking about yeah. British things, that's when, you know, we get the best discussion. Yeah. So that's why I thought we'd put the yeah. caveat in. And Yellis, yeah, wouldn't it? That was a great, that was, it, that was yeah. a great top five, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, shall we, shall, we, shall we start? Yes. What's your, what's your number five, Joe? Well, number five, I, I'm sort of toying with saying I don't think these are in particular order of how good I think they are. These are just the top five. Once, you, once you said them, that's it, mate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> as you well know, as you well know, we never. Well, and all the directors accurate. are listening as well. We've, yeah. we've, we've baited breath. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 I didn't think Danny Boy would listen to this. <laughs> Danny tweeted. He's a massive fan <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number five is The Woman in Black. Oh, nice. Not. The Daniel Radcliffe one that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the 1989 version. I think it was a, a BBC TV movie. And yeah. uh, I was, I think, 13 years old. And we'd done oh. the book, The Woman in Black, in English class. And then my teacher said, right, well, I don't normally do this, you know, but we're going to get the film in. What so a we're treat! Like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. And at the time, I hadn't really experimented with you know, watching horror or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, you get the big stand that the telly's on. Similar thing happened at school because we were reading Animal Farm and my teacher said, I'll bring the the film in if you like. (laughs) (laughs) How disappointing. (laughs) You look so naughty there while you said that. (laughs) Oh, just one little switch. Wouldn't that have changed the whole <laughs> Oh, God. Hide it from the wrong store. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. No, that's absolutely fine. So, yeah, um, 13th, I studied the book, and the book had shit me up. It was the last day of term, just before we went on the summer holidays, and he goes, right, we're going to carry on where we left off, watch this thing. Brilliant. So, watching the film, I was like, yeah, this is fucking brilliant. This leads to me being the most scared I've ever been, like to the point. I think, Chris, you mentioned emotional scarring when you yes, watched Masters. That's right, yeah. I think I had a similar thing really? with the in black no but at the age of 13. So there's a scene where. Oh, I'll, okay, we'll go through the, the story first. So uh, it's about a lawyer, uh, Arthur Kipps, and uh, he is charged with going and sorting out the affairs of this woman who's died. Hmm. And uh, she lived in this house called eel marsh house and to get to the house it's in like thick marshland it's always surrounded by fog yeah there's a causeway that you have to get through so every sort of i think it's twice a day the water comes in and the house is cut off so it's like well it's classic it's stuck ghost yeah. you know yeah. haunted house setting so uh, he realized that the logistics of it is easier for him to stay in the house do all his work there and um yeah, and while he's there, all this sort of magic. So he gets this this village, and 
um, there's a funeral of, I think it's actually of the woman that he's gone to sort out the affairs of. And while he's there, he sees this woman just completely dressed in black, and title, woman in black, and uh, he nudges the guy next to him and says, oh, who's that over there? And he's like, yeah, there's no one there. Don't know what you're talking about. And he just oh, flat out yeah, refuses it. I'm yeah. absolutely not, we're not talking about that. So oh. yeah, he goes to, the, the rest of the story, you know, transpired, he goes to sort out all the papers and stuff, and of course, you know, night comes, and there's a... Um, particularly scary things like this rocking chair just moving on its own yeah. you can hear this thump 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 the whole way and you think mind feels whatever this is it's fucking terrifying and uh this one night he's staying in the in the house and he hears a they call it a pony and trap coming across the causeway yeah. and then there's this massive crash and a yeah. load of screams and he runs out looks at like nothing there and he's just it's you know it's replaying the last moments of of this ghost and um so we get to this bit in the film. He's found this... It, this scene's actually not in the book, but he's found this little tin soldier and he's sat up in bed and he can hear this kid laughing and sort of mm. footsteps pattering around the bed. He's like, what oh, the no. fucking hell's going on here? Like, I remember it clear as day. I can't... Wa- I still cannot watch the clip of yeah. this happening because yeah. it still shits me up. Oh, amazing. And he holds this tin soldier. He's like... He's like he, I think he, he thinks the kid's name's Nathaniel. He's like, is that you, Nathaniel? And out of nowhere... The woman in black is just fucking flies over the side. He's lying down in bed, like, you know, screams like she's coming right at the camera. And obviously everyone in the class was 13, you know, not seen horror films. We absolutely shit ourselves. And yeah, I went home that night and on the walk home into town, I was like, right, well, I know what tonight's going to be like. I'm not sleeping. So <laughs> Get in the bed and then, right, okay. and then six months, and I'm not joking, six months of not being able to sleep properly, waking up all the way, you know. Fucking hell. Wow. Well, <coughs> yeah. It was fucking terrifying. To the point I got bored of being scared of it. <laughs> I remember, like, we were on holiday, and um, I was just looking over, I was like, oh, she, fuck me, she could be over there. I was like, man, this is getting really fucking annoying, but I just couldn't yeah. shake it. It was fucking horrendous. Because, is it a really popular play as yeah, well. It's, yeah, I think yeah. it's like one of the longest, longest running yeah. plays. Have you, have you been to it? No, Carraway's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, d- I genuinely don't think I could. Yeah, it's good. It's one of the very few uh, theatre shows I've been to see and mm. it is and it is very, <laughs> it, it really is quite terrifying. Because mm. um, I've heard like she comes down into the audience. Oh, sorry. You when you leave <laughs> the woman in black uh, stage show. Mate, I can't. I, honestly, it's been. It, I, I probably went eight years ago, so I can't. If they asked, saw me to secrecy, I can't remember, mate. Yeah, but yeah, it is scary. The bits that I can remember, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to spare uh, to go for you. But yeah, the thought of that happening and being at school and sharing that moment. It was. It was because at the same time, like it, it happened. There was a big scream, and then everyone obviously just starts laughing mm. and just chattering away. It's like bloody hell, you weren't expecting that. And, but in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, this has changed something. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this has done something to my yeah. brain now. But uh, That's not leaving me. So you watched that and you had nightmares for six months. When did you then come back to horror? Did you, was it? I think it can't have been long after that, thinking mm. about it. Um, I think the, the, the first thing that I saw that was like, okay, this is, you know, the supernatural, this could be a bit of me is um, Van Helsing. Yeah, you know, the Hugh Jackman movie. Yeah, it, I, like, I've gone back. I've since watched it, and it is terrible. Yeah, yeah. But it was the first time I was like, oh, okay, there's 
you know, werewolf there and mm. vampires and, you know. Yeah, well, all, really the, cla- all the classic, though. like, sort of hammer horror, all the, the classic horror figures. And, um, but that's a gateway, isn't it, right? Mm. You don't, like, it's like music. Uh, what was the first hip-hop song I heard? Well, one I got, one, ones that I got into, crisscross, jump. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, and MC Hammer can't touch this. Mm. I mean, they're all they've all stood the test of time. It's a bad example. Have they? But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't really. I don't listen to that stuff now. But it was a gateway into enjoying other other things. Yeah, that Van Helsing one doesn't really um, hold hold yeah that much weight now. Yeah. Do you think? Have you uh, ghost movies sort of scary for you with him? I saw ghost stories on stage. Oh, right, <clears throat> which they turned into. I'll just say, careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go on. It's good. Okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Uh, number four is the ritual. Uh, it's, really good. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely incredible. It's um, Rafe Spools in it, and uh, oh, I've uh, seen this. It's brilliant. Again, it's based on a book. I've not read it, but I would quite like to. But um, it's about this group of lads. They, you've seen it as well. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so good. Great movie. Uh, this group of lads, they're out on a night out. They're talking about this trip to Sweden that they've been planning for ages. Yeah. Um, they go into a shop to get some booze. Uh, one of the guys, Rob, he's killed in an altercation, and uh, Rafe Spall's character, Luke, he has the opportunity to, to have stepped in because he, mm. you know, he crouches behind a shelf, picks up a bottle of vodka, and he's, like, he's looking at like, not sure. Could I do something about this? Mm. He doesn't act. And his inaction is the cause for his guilt for the rest of the film. So then, cuts to I think it's a few months later. They actually go on the trip to Sweden. Um, sort of honour him. Don't yeah, they? yeah. Well, they they do a they do a little. It's unclear what you know the ritual actually refers to because when they get out there, they get to the top of this hill and they're stood on a tour and they've got this um, hip flask of I think it's whiskey or something. They all you know partake and then pour one out for him. So that's their ritual. Um, I believe it was jizz, and that's what, <laughs> that's what the scary part of the movie is about. <laughs> the rest of it is just filler. But sorry, Joe. <laughs> uh, We've all got hip flask of jizz on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, sorry. That's absolutely fine. Uh, yeah, so they carry on hiking through the woods and realise they get lost, and it it's all about the the group dynamic breaks down and all the the tensions that pop up between them really comes to a fore and you know certain people in the group say well you know it does come out you could have acted you could have saved him um you could have done something um it's a fair what, amount of blame storming starts yeah. happening mm. yeah, yeah yeah definitely sure. like as it would happen in that when you're under duress yeah you know? completely it's it's the situation that brings it out i think um but what this does and it, this will come up again is richard it really takes time for you to get to know the people that you're going yeah. to be following. And I think that's a shortcoming of a lot of, you know, of horror films is that it just gets straight into, right, well, here's a group of teenagers. They're going to go and get killed. That's how you don't really get to know it. If you can invest in the people who are going to be in the dangerous situation, it affects you that much more. I think so. I do think it depends on genre. And I think like within horror, like I think you have to set expectations quickly of what sort of, well, not always. There are always movies that buck the trend. Dust till dawn would be an example of that. But, um, you know, you, you, there's a lot of horror films where you, they'll set the the tone of it quite quickly. And then if you know, it's going to be a slasher or something like that, 
then at least then you know really what you're going to expect and actually you kind if of you don't like those sort of movies well, exactly yeah, yeah. You, you can just like you can go you know I'm probably not going to enjoy this it's not going to be for me I definitely would say that I prefer the slow burner horror mm, like, yeah. you, like you're saying I'm yeah. not saying I don't like um, the, the, the more gory ones I'm writing one at the moment um, but yeah it's the slow burner where you get to know people is, is so much I think is so much better I think a, 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 a film that, that, that did that really well when you break it down sorry to derail it for a second it was Paranormal Activity now, yeah. it, it's very quick to sort of like white out as it's found footage it's like it's been done a million times what they did so well there was establish about five camera angles consistently with you as, as the audience right so you'd so often seen nothing happen from these five camera angles and it was almost hypnotic but when a door moved, it made shit your pants because mm. you've been forced to see the you, same thing. You become thing. familiar with those rooms. You're, exactly. You almost live in the house as well, don't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yet, a, a further and more difficult, what is more difficult to do is to do that with your, your character writing. And it, the ritual thought they did that, yeah, tremendously before really? anything yeah. starts going tits up. Oh, so that, the scariest part of paranormal activity is when she's just stood there. She gets up in the middle of the night and then yeah. she stood at the foot of the bed just yeah. watching him and you see the oh, clock ticking God. over. It's like she's been there for oh, hours mate. just staring oh, yeah. at him. Yeah, my yeah. favourite bit of that movie was the paranormal activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I wouldn't have gone to watch it otherwise. No. Um, if you didn't have that They really title. missold that, didn't they? Yeah. There was no paranormal or activity. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's, so in the ritual... Um, uh, there's a bit where they all stay in a house. Like things are starting <sighs> to go wonky, and when they wait, I'm not going to say much more because if people haven't seen it, because not everyone would have done it. Like, <coughs> relatively new, um, ish. Into, I mean, it's like nearly three years old now. Yeah. But um, is is when they wake up in the next morning. Oh my that God. is for me. There's yeah. there's moments that I, I I think are pure horror within horror genres, and that for me is pure horror. When they wake up in the morning, That's the, a what's happening? Wank, isn't it? It's a tough wank. <laughs> but we got there. We got. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We switched hands, didn't we? <laughs> and uh, didn't have to use that. We didn't have to cheat and use our mouse, and we got yeah. there. Your own, <laughs> your own ritual. <laughs> Back to the jizz in a flask again. The ritual too, jizz harder. <laughs> um, jizz checks in. What, I also think, have you have you read much about? It? So I loved it. I really liked it. And then like like with oh, I don't know that, that's not an English one, so I could probably mention it, but I'm not going to. But sometimes I'll read into horror films after it. And I'm yeah. Like, this is where I think that was going, and what that was, what the themes were in it, what mm. they were trying to repeat. And I had a really, I, I was there or thereabouts with the ritual, but then reading deeper, I saw so many more amazing things about what that movie was about. Mm. It was, it's incredible. Yeah, it's really good. I think the book goes into a bit more, it's sort of more explicitly about the folklore right. of the, I think we're talking yeah. about the, the mythology of that area. Yeah. I think the book goes into, into that a bit more explicitly. Like the characters actually have the same names as people from that. You know, mythology, right. mythos, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, it's also got like the best natural dialogue. I think yeah. I've seen the film for for years. Like, there's a there's a confrontation where one character is uh, he's confronted by this person who not necessarily wants the best things for him, yeah. and he's literally pointing in this musket, going "fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off." And you're like, it, it just that is exactly how you'd react because he's terrified, but he knows he's got to do it. Yeah. But it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant that film. Really, really enjoyed it. It gets a really good balance all the way through the film yeah. of like the horror or the humanity, etc. Usually, when you watch a 
a horror movie, you're thinking this is great, and mm. the last fifteen minutes is whack. Mm. Or, yeah. or the the reveal of the monster is like yeah. ridiculous, the, but this has got a really nice and the, consistency through it. The way they show, they slowly reveal the creature design. Like there's, mm. there's one yeah. shot that's like you see, they're sort of in the uh, in the background, sort of you know trailing mm. off up into the woods, and the camera's got this creeping zoom, and as it just gets to sort of they just go out of frame, you just yeah. see something move. Yeah. You cannot tell what it is because yeah. it's such an alien shape, yeah. and you, it almost looks like the trees have moved. It's yeah. so effective, yeah, it's cracking. It's so good. Similar <coughs> when uh, in the descent when you first oh, see the, 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 the monster in Out the descent, of nowhere, like, you just think, well. "What was that behind them? <coughs> like, what was that? Like, yeah, it's great. I really liked it. Yeah, the descent. The, descent. the descent was one of my honourable mentions because yeah. I, I really like it, but. There's another film that that director did that I like more. Okay, mm. so that's <laughs> so I had to bump that one off. The, the descent, well, as we mentioned it, it well, was, we might as well. Uh, uh, walking <laughs> out of that cinema, it was a nine out of ten movie for me because I didn't know anything about it. I went with my favourite mate to go and watch horror movies with. So you know, sometimes you go someone, and if you're not vibing, it sort of affects mm. your relationship with a film sometimes, yeah. doesn't mm. it? And um, I think the more, obviously, the more you watch The Descent, the more it, it won't have the longevity of something like actually a summit I think you're going to mention probably. But, um, but in terms of like jump horror and just a nice simple setup like The Ritual, I think The Descent absolutely. The Descent knew, we were talking about establishing genre. The Descent does that within three minutes because they're driving down the road and then the next thing is a horrific car crash and there's a fucking mm. bit of scaffolding through someone's head. It's like, be prepared for that. That's what mm. it's saying. And and it knew what it was and it absolutely smashed mm. it off all the descent. Yeah, yeah great movie. Really it does movie. establish relationships as well, really. Well, like the, yes. the tensions between the group, again, it's quite similar to the ritual, actually. Yeah, definitely. The women, the girls in that and, yeah, like you say, their relationships and how they act that out, it felt very natural. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was it was cracking, and also like an ice climbing axe. That's such a good weapon yeah, yeah, in a film as well, isn't it? You yeah. fuck with someone swinging Oof. that around. Yeah, nasty. Or oh, going through the shit, or back in a kneecap, isn't it? tasty. Uh, should we do number three? Let's do it. Do number, number three. three. Flying through these, isn't we? Uh, Twenty-eight days later. Yeah, really good. I think just seeing the familiar th- because zombie films until then for me had been. Largely America, yeah, and just seeing something like a petrol station that looks like a British petrol station, yeah, or like they yeah. go and nick a load of sweets and they're in like yeah. the Maltesers packet and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing that, it really brings it home. Like, yeah. oh, shit, this is yeah. you know this this is the world I know. Yeah. And here come these fucking horrible gribblies running at you. Yeah, absolute lunatics. Yeah, you because you went to the secret cinema on that, didn't you? Shui? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As the Postmortem gone on that. Can we talk about that now? Or yeah. I suppose it's the, they're not going to do it again. So no. I don't know. I'll, I'll say that, but then they're rehashing old uh, secret cinemas at the moment. Are they're, they? They're doing dirty dancing again, ah. and they only done that a couple of years ago. But I think that is based purely on the fact that Stranger Things has opened it up to such a bigger audience mm. than maybe it feels now that a lot of people, a lot more people know what Secret Cinema yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, perhaps yeah. did like three years ago. It feels like now loves the eighties, like the eighties loved the fifties. Completely, yeah, completely. Um, uh, uh, and it's really weird because I, I was having that conversation on a podcast about that, about how in the eighties there was films being made like Stand by Me. 
That's my favourite film. Back to the Future and things like that set in the 60s. Mm. And now, 20 years after, we're doing films based on the 80s yeah and like but yeah anyway um yeah secret cinema 28 days later was my favorite secret cinema it was unbelievable um and i hadn't seen the film for probably 10 years when mm. we went and i've forgotten most of it but it was fucking awesome so was there a lot of like being chased through the, before you even get in the door no you're can... queuing up and you're just completely relaxed because you don't think the experience <laughs> has begun and then a load of zombies just come flying over a fence, riot police just come out oh, everywhere and bad. people are just screaming run and then you just run into a pitch black corridor with um, like um, sort of like chicken wire and cages either side of you. It's just pitch black. And like Have you got you your clothes on by this point? Like, <laughs> I, I, I quit your terror. I took mine off. <laughs> I don't want anything slowing me down. Nah. You ran uh, into Chris's bedroom. Like, <laughs> Chicken wire everywhere. Yes, <laughs> a, right gear for the line. <laughs> but as you're running, there's like some just going on the cages next to you, and you're like, whoa! And like, yeah, and then you go through the whole experience, and then you end up watching the film in the biggest open space I've ever seen with maybe 500 hospital beds in there, and you all lay on a hospital bed and you watch it on screen. Holy on shit. Oh, amazing. And then, uh, yeah, at one point we got penned in, in this room running, and there was probably, right near the end of it, I reckon there was maybe a hundred of us in there, and all the zombies were in cages around us, and then like you just see them break through, mm. and it's like, shit, like, they're <sighs> going to come out. And by now, you're so immersed, you're scared of it. Mm. And like, not me, mate. And then, like, you was crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, um, they just burst through, but as they burst through, they turned the sprinkler system on, and the DJ just dropped fucking poison by the prodigy, and it oh, just man. went off. And like literally, all the fucking zombies are just raving with you. <laughs> <laughs> the sprinklers are on, and there's just fucking because it's all about the poison, isn't it? And yeah. it's like and it was like. This is amazing. I'm like fucking raving with zombies to the prodigy with a fucking sprinkler <laughs> system on. Yeah, it was great. That's amazing. Right. Have you ever been a zombie in anything? Um, no. Only in like. Uh, Your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only for fancy dress. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. really enjoyed it. But yeah, not been in. Only my anything. uncle's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just popped up out the coffin. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah. I did uh, a few years ago. Darren Brown did uh, a show where he. he'd convinced this guy that the world had ended and uh, I actually I was at uni and I was obsessed with Darren yeah, Brown yeah. at the time and um, yeah I saw he was like wanting participants for his new show so I thought fuck it I'll do that to so ruin someone's life basically. yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. so I thought yeah I'll go along so I went along to the thing and there was it wasn't him actually it was this other guy doing some hypnotising stuff and they managed to pick out this guy uh, Steve Brosnan I think his name was I, I chatted to him on the mm. day he was a really nice guy mm. he ended up being the focal point mm. and then everyone who was there on that day got a, fo a phone call back saying look if you're here come to London six o'clock in the morning get on this bus and we want you to be part of the show we don't want to tell you what it is until you're there because obviously we don't want to get in out blah 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 mm -hmm. so we get on the bus and we're trundling off and they're taking us up to um, Suffolk I think it was actually it was, there's this disused military base sort of thing it was wicked and they said right you're going to be zombies for the day it's yes. absolutely quality so yeah I was dressed as like a, a surgeon I just happened to be on the, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, they dressed me up as a surgeon, put fake blood on me, and it was fucking brilliant. And this 
this guy come out and we're all, like you said, all round this fencing thing. And uh, he had to run out, grab this little girl who was acting as like his mate, mm. leg it to this helicopter. It was circling above us and then it landed. He had to escape through there. And as he was running around, we sort of all broken. And this poor guy, he, he came out. He was completely convinced Jesus. it was real. And we were all there. We are all screaming, giving it all the zombie. He comes out and we were sort of went, oh, I feel really bad now. Because <laughs> he shit himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. It was absolutely fine yeah. afterwards. And the show was, it was see, really good. I'd be so. up, I'm all right. My thingy on this is I'm up for any sort of prank at that level. I'm just worried that I will go so rogue <laughs> that I'll accidentally yeah. murder someone. Chris, get out of the helicopter! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so worried that I would just go so rogue on that and be like, right, okay, the world's ending, got to take some drastic measures and then before you know it, I'll be throttling to someone. <laughs> Zombies don't throttle, what are you doing? <laughs> Doesn't matter. they got to learn. Chris, put your trousers up. <laughs> Saying that, out of nowhere, there was one guy who was just running around in his pants. <laughs> For no reason. Covered in blood. Ah, there we go. Just had his boxes yeah, exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. Hadn't even been invited. He was already there. <laughs> <laughs> he actually just murdered someone. <laughs> oh, the perfect cover. But, but back oh, to, back I've, to I've, never, I've never later. seen it. I've not seen to an eight Have you not? Have you not? Oh, oh, my God. God. It's dead. you, you got to watch it. Check it out, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got to watch it. It's great. Um, it's fast, sort of I've not seen the first 27. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. No, um, yeah. I need to watch it. Yes, it's decent. Far Zombies. And I don't know what came out because bef- Dawn of the <coughs> Dead, re- the remake of that. I think that was after. Was that I think after it was Zack Snyder, wasn't mm. it, I think? And they had Far Zombies in that, naughty, nicking it off that. But again, I really liked the remake. I thought that was, I thought that was decent. See, a lot of people have issue with Far Zombies. I, I don't have a problem right. with it. It's like, absolutely I'm, fine. Do you know what? I'm an equal opportunity zombie employer. I, tell you, <laughs> I like them slow and I like them fast. Fast, fast, quick, quick, slow. That's what you always told me, Stu, isn't it? Correct. <laughs> when making love. Um, has anyone else... Um, uh, shall we call out some other ones? I'm just worried I'm going to say some of you. Well, I think I know what your number one's going to be. Okay. I think. Well, I think Stu's number one is the, the, the only horror film that actually scares me and still would to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like, what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What, the one... Dunson checks in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, Dunson checks out. It's when, when, it, when, when he's a zombie, yeah. Oh, genius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gorilla with a revolver in his mouth. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the only one that proper scares me. We're, talk, we're talking about um, the London something yes. in London. Yeah, right. is that? that it's not on my yeah. list explicitly because I knew yeah. that it wouldn't yeah, crop sure, up. So sure. there's another one on Netflix, like the Ritual, called Caliber. Yeah. Oh my I was god! Gonna, I was going to give that a scene. Right. So the, yeah. the right. point where you realise what's just happened. <laughs> I don't. I don't do this. I properly. <gasps> It was a okay. real when you yeah, realise yeah. what he's done. Right. Fucking hell! I kind of see it coming. It's on my wish list. I need to watch it. Soon. Oh really? I kind of see it coming, and um, and but apart from that, just because I saw that coming didn't upset the fact. I I like that the idea of why that's a more of a new horror because it's so grounded in a real life thing that's yeah. gone wrong, and then what would happen? And there's elements of. Things like hill, I don't know. It's weird to say it, like hills have eyes. You're basically stuck in a community of people, mm. and you, you've done something that you know. That, all their decisions that they they've tried to make them as morally ambiguous, to, uh, and, and like oh, I could see my potentially self seeing why I would do that. Yeah, a little bit like Larry David in Kirby Enthusiasm, when you kind of agree in why he's saying something, <laughs> but you also know it's definitely the wrong thing to say. Yeah, and you get that with Calibre. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of Aaron, that, that, Aaron's mates, one of our friends, Aaron Chimps. Oh, one really? of his mates wrote that. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, wow, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. That was shout, shout to Aaron. If you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do you want a little beer? Um, what am I doing today? Is that I've, got, hmm. I've got absolute... No, I can, I can have a pint. Yeah, Joe, do you want a, one beer or a, a, a bottle of cider? Or I've got a hip flask here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still scraping that off my teeth, actually. But, uh, <laughs> or, or, or a small can of hooch. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. If you've got, got a, a, a little beer... Have you got any bishop's um, finger? Oh, <laughs> I've had a few bishop figures in my time. <laughs> I tell you, going back, oh, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, with the whole community thing, this very nearly was in my top five. But what the? F- what's all this? What's that? It's all mud in the oh, top that, of the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I hope it's mud. That's I'm grateful, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it gives it you don't want to. Hang on a minute. Two hours I drove to get here. I don't want shit on my bit. Thank you very much. I'm good, mate. I'm good. If I drink between nine p.m. And 9.30 p.m. I'm okay. But any time <laughs> that's <laughs> that's sure, 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 ruins enough. me. So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Go yeah, back to the community sort of thing. Yeah, in a similar effect, kill list. Yes. That was very nearly on my top five. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I actually thought, as soon as you said this, I thought it might work, work, worm its way on mm. this. incredible. And again, it's very, very fucking... Have you seen Kill List, mm-hmm. And Mr. Mangan, you've seen Kill List, haven't you? you seen Kill it List? It doesn't ring a bell. No. The, the two hitmen... It's no, Michael Smiley, Neil Maskell. No, oh, it's, oh, it's fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. It's a game that really, in terms of what it is, there's not a lot to fault in it. Mm. Really, like I, I think like you can never expect a ten out of ten any movie, but 
but within horror genres, I think as well, I think there's there's I sometimes will allow a horror film a little bit more room, wiggle room mm. than I will other films, um, because it's it, you know it's obviously going to be a bit preposterous anyway. Um, but Kill List is flawless, really for for me anyway. It's hot, but, fucking horrible and brilliant and funny, darkly black, yeah. bleakly funny. And the reveal is so yeah. batshit. Yeah. But when you go back and rewatch it there's certain things that you don't necessarily understand exactly what's going on yeah but you know that they're all linked and the yeah, fact yeah. that every time you kill someone they will say thank you yeah you know, and the, it just starts adding up you know like, there's something real yeah. weird and then when you realize what it is going yeah. on Mescal and Smiley are fucking genius they are well. cracking actors they, yeah. they absolutely smashed it you couldn't mm. have got I, I, we've we've, we've all movies, I think, casting is so important. You get it a lot in so your sort of favourite genre, Stu, which is the porn. sort of like you know, which is porn. <laughs> um, is that you've got to gritty British, gr- gr- <laughs> gritty British porn. I think half, <laughs> half half your job is done on a fake taxi if you get the right car. Yeah. Do it in a black cab yeah, on black an overcast cab. London. Yeah. So did you say it was fake? <laughs> fake. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! Don't break I the case. Find out like this. <laughs> Charge me double time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought. Now. We're talking about Smiley. I yeah. have just—I don't know—I got sort of obsessed with him this past week. I've just mm. listened to a whole bunch of podcasts mm. that he's on, including the one he did with Rich Wilson. Mm. And uh, that's that's a brilliant listen. Like yeah. he's he's such an amazing character, and, and Rich himself says, you know, he's. You know, a bit of a cunt. A yeah. real. <laughs> he's been a real well, mate. Um, uh, uh, Smiley, um, he's great on Pips as well. Yeah, that was mm. one of the other ones I listened mm. to. Uh, Pip actually caught up with him um, a couple of weeks ago. He was telling me about he mentioned, the other day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think he's fucking brilliant, mm. Smiley. Mm. And yeah, he's, I believe he's married to Miranda Sawyer. Is he really? Mm. He popped up in it. Oh, was it? It was an Irish film watch called The Hallow, a little while ago, which wasn't Hello. wasn't brilliant. He's like, he's Is almost that a horror film too. Yeah, yeah. Is that about the cutting down of the tree? That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, but he's like, he's got almost top billing, and I think he's in one scene. He's in yeah. it for like two minutes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, crack him. He's really good in Johnny Harris boxing Drag. film. Jawbone. Jawbone. I've not seen Ray Winston Mm. plays trainer and yeah, fucking awesome. Okay, where are we? Number two? That was, yeah, we're on number two already. So, Mm. number two, here we go. Everyone's favourite zombie film, Dog Soldiers. (laughs) Sean Pertwee at his best. Oh, he is fantastic. Are you? Dirty fucker. <laughs> Sausages. That's the best of his fucking guts, right? You know, he's super going back in. Sausages. <laughs> what, so, was, what was poetry been in recently? Gotham. He, no, no, he no. Played on Alfred, TV, you know? like, literally, in the last couple of weeks, he's been in something uh, that's been a big thing on TV. Oh, what was it? Yeah, no, it was literally. IMDb while you're thinking. Yeah. I'm trying to find out. I saw him recently. It's fucking brilliant. I was thinking Sounds it. Sean fucking he was, hell. He was playing um, Alfred yeah, in, in, Gotham. Uh, in Gotham Money, but more recently than that, was it? Yeah, like, this was literally in the last sort of couple of weeks I've seen him in something and I can't think what it was now. Oh, this, but, is, uh, this is good. No, tell us more. Keep droning on about something you can't really remember. Pale Horse. Pale Horse. All right. Pale Horse. What's that? 
76, tell us more about it. Cause uh, it's a TV miniseries, uh, currently two episodes. Um, it's a trio of witches responsible for a series of sudden deaths. Mm. Or yes, please. is there a rational explanation? Mm. I like the sound. Yeah, right? I like the sound, that. Right? Yeah. Prick. It's got Ruth, Ruth <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, he's great. Um, he's, he's been in another horror movie. Before we get dive into Dog Soldiers. Oh, shit. Um, Event Horizon. You ever seen that? No. Right. Do you know what? Event Horizon. It's been on my list. Terrifying. It is, isn't it? It's the best. I, saw, I, saw it's, it's, it's my, I remember being on the edge of my might seat. Might be my top summer. five. Might be my top five, you know? Mm. So, go, go on, Joe. What are you going to say? About Pertwee? Shout out to uh, Love, Honor and Obey as well. Oh, yeah. He's great in that, <laughs> isn't he? In he, he really is. He's yeah. so good in that. And uh, that one episode of The Job Lot he's in, very good in that. The <laughs> Army Rushers. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's basically it's Aliens in the Woods, isn't it? It's uh, the platoon of... <laughs> Scottish, not Scottish, yeah. the That's soldiers the that go out. Chris's horror movies. It's <laughs> 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 just furiously scribbling that. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bunch of squaddies on on manoeuvres in the uh, Scottish Highlands come across a pack of werewolves, and oh, that's yeah. the elevator pitch. That's all you need to know. You about don't. It. You really don't need anything more than that. I obsessed uh, that one. I've not this. seen. Oh, oh my god! I've seen very stupid prick. I know. Watch hey, it. It's get, so good. Mate, it's, it's, what, it's what I whisper to myself in the mirror every morning. <laughs> Why are you watching Dog Soldiers? <laughs> yeah, that's quite I'm, so, I'm such a stupid prick. Standing <laughs> there with your fist clenched, start bullet punching, you. punching, <laughs> punching yourself in the dick. <laughs> the, the list of films I haven't seen far outweighs the list of films I have seen. Oh, so does yeah, it? Yeah, I, I need to catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Do you know what? Didn't like it first time. Watch it. How mad's that? Love, love horror movies, love werewolves, love Sean Pertwee. Was upset. Yeah. And the reason being, for some reason I went in there thinking I was, I was, I was going to see some. I, I, I wanted some gritty werewolf movie and it, and it wasn't that and I couldn't let go. Mm. I couldn't let go. Mm. I'm surprised getting, you, 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 you know, you were surprised. It's called Dog Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing that, there's not a lot of depth in the title of the film. But I guess not. I hang guess on, not. hang on, it's careful. Get confused about dog soldiers and zombies in it. <laughs> yeah, but but then when I rewatched it again, I was like, "This is genius." Why was I? I had a, I had a rod up my ass, didn't yeah. I? I was done. What I was. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you want to hear my um, werewolf movie? It's, it's better than dog soldiers. Don't even worry about it. Uh, I think I pitched this to you guys before. Was oh, your idea? The working, uh, wor- working, working idea with a friend of mine, Glenn Cole. Uh, it's lunatics. Mm-hmm. Werewolves on the moon. Get your head around that, mate. That's where the word lunar comes from, obviously. Lunatics. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. go mental right. in the moon the, cycle. So there's that, right? Yeah, so what's that? It. That's a fucking rosette there. And then... Yeah. Ticks. Werewolves on the moon. Yeah, they've got ticks. That's what makes <laughs> them angry. What does a werewolf um, need? Moonlight? Fucking... And they're on the moon. This is chaos. The I pitched this before on this podcast. I'm surprised it hasn't moon? found its way onto... Into like, Hollywood. Into, yeah, into mm. Hollywood and Universal. <laughs> yeah, but... You know... Is it our moon or just a moon? And now it's our moon. Because, okay. yeah, yeah. That's the sequel. You go to hollow, Jupiter's so I'd imagine moon. they yeah. just go inside the moon and live in the moon because it's hollow. Yeah. And it's only 40 mile away, if we believe the facts. Yeah. Mm. Have you read my script? That's basically what That's a great idea. Yeah. They've got little space helmets on. Um, they don't need oxygen, idiot. Shit. Fucking idiot, actually. You're, you're off the right end team now. I told you, I've not seen many films, have <laughs> I? <laughs> Back to Dog Soldiers. I actually wore out, you know, you, know, you used to what? wear out videotapes I wore out a DVD of Dog Soldiers I've oh, seen cracking. it that many yeah, times yeah respect that respect that but yeah I, it's 
it's just so much fun. Yeah. It's just such a laugh. Just because you know what they're defending this farmhouse and they're getting picked off one by one. They come up with all these mad things. Like, right. Well, let's jump out the window. Try and get the Land Rover. That doesn't work. Back in the house. And they keep putting up these fucking stupid little brittle planks as if that's going to keep them out. <laughs> yeah. But so good. It's so good. Have you ever had so much fun you've worn out of VHS? Yeah, well, my mate has. <laughs> my, I, I, I lent uh, straight to that. I lent my mate uh, my um, my um, only porn uh, VHS that I'd got from Holiday to Tenerife. God, I wish I could remember the name. Was it no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was it yeah. We, all, we all did. We all did. There was a like, there was a massive shipping of pornography that day. Can't remember the name of this porn. I can't even remember any scene in it now. So I've had a lot of wank since then, but. I lent it to Mark, and within about fucking three weeks, he'd worn a hole in this VHS. <laughs> like, to, to the, the scene that was like the steamiest one, when I got it back, I was like, oh, here we go. And then it just went all snowy. And I was like, fuck's sake, how many fucking times did picture you with your cock in your right yeah. hand, fiddling with the tracking with your left hand, <laughs> trying to get the picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, two I had ha- once. <laughs> <laughs> It is good, Dog Soldiers. It's very good. Um, so we were talking about zombie experiences. The first zombie experience I ever did um, was up in just uh, in and around Birmingham. And it was really fucking hands-on. We all had riot shields and we had batons. And, and we were like, these zombies, for some reason, they dressed them all up in like massive... You know like what they dressed people up who were going to get attacked by dogs for dog training? Mm. These zombies were all stuff like that, and we were beating them to the ground. Dog and... soldiers should have worn them outfit. Yeah, should have done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was good. It was quite good. But then a friend of mine said they're going to do another one, which was you stay at a cottage. No. And you get hunted down by werewolves. And I was like, sign me up for it. And in the end, it never happened. But I was fucking... That would fucking be incredible. Like, that sounds oh, fantastic. Mate, that I'd, I'd, I'm so up for that. Again, my only worry... Is right. Is, <laughs> yeah. is my shouting ass- yourself inside out? Exactly, <laughs> my arsehole going. Um, is the fact that I'd get too. I'd, I'd, oh, you know, I just don't want to get too carried away. I've got yeah. carried away aliens at the Trocadero at thirteen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to change. You should arrange one for your light ass. That'd be. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Pug, yeah, watch horror experience. Imagine <laughs> being a lighthouse keeper and werewolves. Yes. Get into your lighthouse, yeah, yeah, and you're just stuck in that lighthouse. A bit like wreck, but with werewolves. Yeah, Wreck's yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah, Imagine wreck is really good. Yeah. Spanish the, versions, fucking Spanish. It's, really the, best, it's the best version. Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good. The uh, the only horror experience I've ever done was uh, for I think it's for my wife's birthday. She wanted to do an escape room. I was like, okay, yeah. well, so. I, Search around, found I'll one. Put her in the bathroom. <laughs> so, yeah, so I changed the radiator. <laughs> We've been together for seven years, and, it's like, and she's been stuck in that room for seven years. Yeah, I've got a live feed on my phone. All. She's all right. You know. she's, she's got water. It's fine. Um, yeah, so there's this place in Bournemouth called Ouija, and I was like, oh, that'd be a laugh. So, oh, God. We, so we, we, we ever said rolled that? down there. It's called Ouija. That'd be a laugh. <laughs> so we get down there, and... Like, go up to the place. It's just some guy's house, just mm. on the, the to middle of the well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you just, just a normal looking house. Windows are all boarded up, paint over that sort of thing. 
And I started getting the jitters. This like, is how you die. I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah, I was like, well, it's like the ritual when they go. Well, this is where it we get like fucking Chris murdered. <laughs> so I knocked on the door and Chris answered. And, uh, <laughs> Virgins only. He's covered in blood. Just wearing a pair of pants. Free entry for virgins. So we go in and it's all. We get through the first couple of rooms and I'm starting to get a little bit... I'm not sure I'm enjoying this, to be honest, because it was just the two of us. I think had we had a bigger group, I think I'd have been all right. Mm. So we go into the, the third room and doing all these different things, like there's pulleys and t- untying things, keys, all His that sort of thing. watching telly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Dad paid pay more attention to me. But, uh, but yeah, and the guy's got this, like a, a PA system in each, each room, so if you get real stuck, he can give you a clue. Yeah. All of a sudden, he just starts shouting, bookshelf, bookshelf. So I'm like, okay, fucking run to the bookshelf. Oh, and the bookshelf is like adjacent to the door. It's all pitch black. So I'm crouching down, looking for a key or something. And this <laughs> fucking cunt in a Nosferatu mask comes <laughs> bowling into the room. Oh, brilliant. Like, stamping and screaming. I obviously do the only Shoot thing I to shit myself, yeah. fall over, shut my eyes like that. Because <laughs> it's nice to know how you react in a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. It's not, well, my wife's there, so I should defend it. Oh. You're on your own. You're at, <laughs> at fetal position now. That's basically what I was. So then Lisa sort of came up behind me and, Picked me up. I was like, right. So he disappeared. <laughs> Your wife came and picked you Seriously, up. Seriously, I'd fallen over. She's like, right, up you get. Come on, it's not that bad. So <laughs> you he's changed these pants. <laughs> yeah. She picked her wife up. Let's get you out of this diaper. <laughs> We're not a million miles from the street. So get up, and I'm like, right, where's he gone? And she goes, well, I think he's behind the door. At which point he kicks the door back and fucking runs in. I fall over again. <laughs> oh, go, this is getting Felix. too fucking much. I start getting flashbacks to the woman in black, yeah. and I was going, oh, this isn't good. So I, 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 I chickened out. I went, right, that's me, I'm done. Tapped <laughs> out. And Lisa's looking at me, you fucking stupid prick. You knew it was called Ouija, you paid for it, and now we're leaving. And what, then, you quit? Yeah. <laughs> I did the only thing I could do. I went back, sat in the car, and I started crying. Because yeah. <laughs> I was too scared. I'm a tart, let me out of here. <laughs> That's basically oh. what it was. Jeez. Oh, oh God, back in there. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there, man. So, yeah, I simultaneously ruined her birthday and uh, shat myself. And your marriage. And she still married me. So, yeah. uh, oh, that was pre-marriage as well. It, it was, yeah. It was quite a few years pre-marriage, actually. Oh, it was a couple wow. of years, yeah. That's fucking, yeah. I, I love all that stuff. I, I want to get scared. It's like, uh, my favourite, so how do you like to watch a horror film? Uh, visually. Um, yeah. It's not like my, how I watch podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, just the audio, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll watch them any time, but obviously it's curtains drawn. You know, we've got a, you know, we're doing all right. We've got a massive telly. <laughs> Kurt, short, you know. Can we come over there? <laughs> 38 <laughs> inches. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's colour. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's at night. You know, lights off, mm. all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Every time you sort of turn the lights off and go and sit down, does your wife go? You sure you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. pack of jelly babies to keep him calm. <laughs> Box of tissues, comfort blanket, teddy bear, nappy. <laughs> Shit, we're out of pampers. We can't watch this. I say that just because I. I wanna. I actively wanna freak myself out as much as mm. I can. Now Molly doesn't understand this. So I'm like, my favourite way to watch a horror film is like eleven o'clock at night. Like I used to live in a, a place in London. And it was quite a big old place. It, you know, it's not because I was a baller. It was just because a lot of us lived there. But when no one was in that house, mm. 
and it'd be like half 11 at night and I remember scrolling through loads of uh, trailers and there was one called Clown and the trailer for this oh, yeah. clown was it looked horrendous and I was like Phew. and I was like to, I said text me mate um, the one I was saying I enjoy watching all the movies with I was like oh what oh, I don't know if I've got the guts to watch it. He was like, "That means you have to watch it now," and it was. It was just like watching it on your own in a place where you feel a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. Was it was really good. I'm, I'm more comfortable doing it with films. Mm. It's just the live stuff. Like yeah, I can't I get do that. live. Get that. Like the horror maze walkthroughs, they got a thought park, all that oh, sort. Of, yeah. I, I now know I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm more than happy doing it with a film. Yeah. Have any of you seen the trailer? I've seen the film. I, I literally, I, I was looking to watch a film called Farming the other day, which I watched. Um, Documentary series, is it? We've got to edit this uh, out. No, it's... it's it was, it is was, that the Charlie Dimmock? Um, uh, that's it, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, it's, it's, it's not it's got anything to do with this conversation, um, but it's about um, the true story of a, um, a black guy that, was, uh, that moved to Tilbury in mm-hmm. the 70s and got pulled into the Tilbury skinheads. Right, and, and it's how he become a skinhead, how he become a racist skinhead. Mm. Uh, it's pretty fucking awful. True wow. story. Um, I can't think what the guy's name is that played him. Um, I'm assuming British, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but whilst looking for the trailer for that before I watched it, I stumbled across a trailer for a horror film that may have come out last year called The Farm. Right. I have seen the film, I the horror film called it. The Farm, and it is shite. It looks so like not the same one then. Oh, it, oh, it's called the farm or farm or something like that. But it looks like what's the horrible Australian one where they get Wolf Creek? Creek. Wolf a bit Creek, like that's that, insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But basically, they're farming human bodies. Right, right. And they've all got kind of animal masks. Right, on right, right, right. It looked. That's ringing a bell. Animal yeah. masks are always scary. Yeah, yeah always. it looked really. I haven't seen it. Evil, yeah, and I was I like. Oh, that looks quite unpleasant. Mm, mm. Well, yeah, just it made me think of that when we was talking horror. There was one. There was a French one. French do good horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one called Frontiers, and similar sort of fucking I've awful, not seen awful that, shit yeah. happens in that. I tell you, that's that's not one for you. Can have a strong stomach. I say you said about the French. There was a, a bit on my degree. We studied the what do they call it? It's the French New Wave of terror or something yeah. like that but it was like you know inside yeah and uh yeah that was, was it frontiers if you watched them as above so below i yeah. absolutely love yeah that same film. It's I love that, that like the ritual and, and and actually more so than uh films like the ritual the 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 the, the thought that is in as above so below is is incredible mm. it really really there's so much iconography in that movie um, like in relation to what Dante's Inferno and the Seven Levels of Hell, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. And yet, a lot of people will watch that and just be like, "Oh, well, just running Throwing around, isn't yeah. it?" Yeah. I think that's something right. I'm realizing is that I really love a film that's got a good mythology. Like mm-hmm. even John Wick, yeah. it's like there's this established, you know, um, the hotel and there's a code and the the coins mean different things and there's yeah. certain rules, things like that. I I find it really satisfying the world building of it. Yeah, everything seen King sure. Ralph. <laughs> is, that one, is that the all the entire royal family die because they're standing in a puddle and it gets sh- like there's an electric cable or something or? yeah something like that yeah. do you know what weirdly I haven't seen it <laughs> okay uh, we, we're nearly on we're, we're on number one this right? is it number one yeah uh, ghost stories hey there we go yeah I, uh, I re-watched this uh, I think last night or the night before just to refresh my memory and it's it really, really rewards repeat viewing. Um, have you seen Ghost Stories? I think I have not. Is there a scene where there's a, a guy and he's standing on like a, a, a hill or a mountain outside? Yes. 
Yeah, I've seen a it. A guy in a hood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Seen yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah oh, I've so not th- seen it. So this is great. Are you serious? Like, no, no, honestly, I've not oh seen it. Oh, my God, Chris, you've got to. It's so good. Watch it and then give it a little and then watch it again. Sure, and you we'll spot do. so many more things. So it's uh, Jeremy Dyson and Andy Nyman. Uh, Jeremy Dyson right. from League of Gentlemen. Andy Nyman from Darren Brown and yeah. you know various other things. Um. Andy Nyman plays Professor Goodman, who's he debunks uh, sort of parapsychology. So, yeah. like the opening scene is he goes to a there's a medium doing a live reading yeah, on stage, yeah, yeah. and he interrupts right. and says, "Right, we're here with this show. We know you're faking it. This is all bollocks." Right. Uh, he's inspired by um, another character called oh, I've forgotten his name. It's Charles something, but he basically was doing what he did before he did. Yeah. So then one day he gets a letter. Um, from this guy saying, come and have a chat with me. We need something to discuss. So he goes over to his uh, caravan and the old Scottish professor sat and he said, right, my entire career, there were three cases of the paranormal I could not explain or debunk. Mm-hmm. I want you to go and and do the work. If you can't, it basically means everything we ever thought about parapsychology, it's all true. It's all real. So then you've got the the... The structure of you know each case you see Wicked. it's um, Paul Whitehouse is actually the the first he's great the first he's amazing. I've always said that comedians make the best straight actors. I tell you what else phenomenal at doing that. Like. There's a, a a strange string of comedians making really good horror, and yeah. I think it's because they understand timing. Mm, so John yeah. Krasinski obviously done oh, The yeah. Office, and then he did uh, Quiet Place. Yeah, Quiet yeah. Place, yeah. Um, it's in the eyes, comedians have got it's the eyes. In the eyes? Yeah, if you look at comedians' eyes, they do like emotion and pathos mm-hmm. and, 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 and depression, whatever they do, it's just better than any other straight yeah. actor. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the comedian's that's a fair eyes. point. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so you get the. It's kind of. The first the first case is Paul Whitehouse is a night watchman and, you know, he, he sets it up. It's Mechanically, it, it works really well. So, like, they explain basically, right, so every hour he does a loop of this facility and it's an yeah. abandoned hospital yeah. just to make sure that there's no one there. Then he goes and sits, has a break, does a sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and obviously there's noises, he goes and investigates and, you know... No it's, spoilers. No, I, I won't spoil it. Well, <laughs> spoiling it, there is a, there's a huge, huge twist, twist within it. Okay. It's laced throughout it and once mm. you know what you're looking for... You can really see. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, so yeah. so the first shot and the last shot are exactly the same. You've no idea what it is you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You can't fathom exactly what it is you're seeing until the very end. You realise what you, what it right, is getcha. has been revealed to you. So some of the more explicit, like there's a there's a, a series of numbers that just keep popping up. So yeah. like there will literally be like a phone number, and it will be these numbers, uh, the numbers of the caravan. I think at some point mm-hmm. they're all like. And you, so the whole way through, you're like, mm-hmm. you know something's coming, and you know that it's not. They they repeat this line. Uh, the the brain sees what it wants to see, and it's executed really well actually. In the Paul Whitehouse one, there's a bit where like it's quite a long shot, and he sees what looks like a kid mm. with like a white face and this hood just sat in the bed, just swaying, just to in front of that, and he obviously shits himself. He goes up to it, and it's just a mop. Yeah. So it, it's just like an example, of, like you know, the brain sees what yeah, it wants totally. to see. And oh, is that uh, seeing human faces in? He's seen. Seeing things that aren't things. Yeah. 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 What's it called? It's exactly what he says in the dictionary, actually. I couldn't, I couldn't remember the, the term for it. But so, like the face in the moon. 
Yeah. Or yeah. like or, or, Jesus's face in on a crisp. Some, yeah, on a crisp. <laughs> right, a bit yeah. of toast. Yeah. It's when you, you're convinced that you've seen something in something. Right. Yeah. Cool. But it's absolutely amazing, and it's genuinely fucking terrifying. Man, and I'm gonna have to watch it. I never in a million years thought I could see a stage show and be scared mm. because because you're so hard. Because I'm, I'm Double just hard. a tough guy. Jesus no, but like, do you know what? I, I'm so not I'm like you. We know this that like I, I can't suspend my imagination the way that no, you and, no. and mm. Carol Cause do. Because you got because you need an imagination to suspend, right? Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. So when I went to because. Horror films, I can't really get that spooked by mm. because I just can't. I'm just my brain don't work that way that I can immerse myself in it that much. I enjoy them. When I went to see that at the theater, I just thought, well, that's going to be even less scary. Well, a stage show of ghost stories. Yeah, okay. mm. that it was built from the. It was made from a stage. It show. was, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and it's fucking amazing. Like I was seeing the car. Yeah, like was and the, and the poor White House scene you just mentioned, fucking terrifying, like terrifying. Oh, man, I have to watch this. Like, um, it's I on Netflix. So great. I can't. Te- I mean, if you ever, I don't even know if it's still on in London. Like, I think they've just announced they're doing another another run of it. Actually, right. it's so good. It's so good, and like because there's so many different stories, mm. it's quite fast paced as well, and you know that you're just going to get this reveal at the end of each one. And so you're just thinking, fuck, 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 yeah. I know it's going to come. After the first one, which fucking petrifies you, you think, oh, shit, I've got more of this. So you're on edge. So yeah. it just magnifies each time. It's fucking brilliant. Cool. Oh, man, Sweet. I'm going to have to check this out. I don't know if I can handle the play because, you know, as, well, <laughs> as it's yeah, for yeah, yeah. live so stuff, what? I can't do yeah. You're going to go, go on your own. Day, don't don't <laughs> end up going, come on, love, we've got to yeah. go. Keep it 2D. <laughs> I only just started. Um, they just ask him what you want. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you just want say, a cup of coke? Like, Honourable <laughs> 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 mentions. Oh well, I mean, how uh, how I've done a list of British horror films and not mentioned The Wicker Man is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I've put this list here. I was like, well, it's it's. You know, I, I like these more, yeah. but I appreciate, yeah, totally. Like fuck, what the Wicker Man did. Mm. It's like you know, I watched. I I realized when I first watched the Wicker Man, I'd watched Hot Fuzz before, and Hot Fuzz is basically just <laughs> yeah. the Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, that was that's Hot Fuzz ruined for me. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wicker Man ruined. Hot, Hot Fuzz Two, Fuzz Hard is better though. Fuzz checks in. Eden Lake was another oh, one that mate, that's brutal. hugely influenced by um, Eden Lake. Yeah, I've seen that. Nasty. Horrible. Your man Fassbender's in it. Yeah, yeah. Turgoose, isn't it? Turgoose. Yeah, yeah. Horrible film. It is. It is really. It's dirty. Yeah. She's covered by the end of it. She's covered in blood and mud. It's the the bit that the Roman mind is the bit that fucks you up. That's not. No, no. Don't knock it to you. Just go back to it a little bit and just touch on the Wicker Man again. Go on. Because I I would probably have that neck and neck at my my top spot. Yeah. Because I think not the remake. Like, not the cage. I've not the, seen nah, it. The Apple And yeah, I just think it's a fucking masterpiece mm. of a film. Like it really is. Are you a fan? I'm. Se- I haven't seen it for so long. I yeah. only see. It. I know the premise. I can remember what happens. Yeah. But I, I can barely. 
I can't piece together even my fear it's, for it. It's all the things. Yeah. It's just fucking eerie. Occult, oh, yeah, pain. Yeah. So there's Morris dancing type. Thing. <laughs> yeah. like, it's all right about that, are you, mate? But I'm all about Britt Eklund. Mm. Oh, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a scene, isn't it? Ain't it just. But uh, yeah, that comes as sort of what's turned folk horror, I suppose, which is, I think, might be my favourite genre of horror. It's the, it's evil is in have the you soil. S- have you seen, yeah, have you seen Mod- Midsummer? Oh, mate, yeah. Oh, oh man, that's I loved a good that. one, isn't it? I loved Midsummer. It's a Midsummer. lot of fun. I think I, pre- I did prefer Hereditary. Have you seen Hereditary? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, yeah. That, of course. I don't know if I'm interested in Midsummer. No? I don't know. Mate, Hereditary really, was ace, but... I really... It's I worth it. I think it, you have uh, to, you're going to have to try it. Yeah. It's very. I think it's artistically very well filmed mm. as well. Is there anything like the village? Because that was dire. What one? What Shalaman? Shalaman. Oh, I've actually not seen village. that. No. Oh, it's fucking. I awful. quite. I don't. I, I, I didn't mind that. Shalaman. If, time... you, if you're listening, tweeting. <laughs> a lot of. Oh, by the way, um, uh, the servant was amazing. Thank you. But uh, the others yeah, don't bother with. Get in the bin. I quite like it. Have, have they remade Children of the Corn? No. You seen that? Yeah. 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 Again, that's like. When in the nineties, I've not turned. I've looked back at that for so long. I had a whole bunch of sequels in it. Yeah, like seven of them. Oh, really? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, that's a Stephen King thing, yeah. isn't it? Children First one was Children's. fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happens? They they dilute, don't they? Mm. Take them in different directions. I don't think they've done too bad with Paranormal Activity in mm. terms of making it not too bad. It isn't as good. Mm. Um, and some people wouldn't like the first one, but I don't think they fucked that up too bad. But a lot of them, you get to the Friday the Thirteenth and the um, Elm Streets, <clears throat> Elm Streets and the Halloweens, Halloween, yeah. they're just mm. fucking mental. <laughs> Dunstan, yeah. Home Alone Four, Peace County Seventeen. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's, well, I've not seen any movement on that, but um, Gutenberg did tweet. Oh, did he? There's, there's yes. one in the pipes. Is it really? And like, yeah, with Gutenberg. And it's like, <laughs> Gutenberg is police academy, isn't he? Like, well, he, he, he checked out after three, I believe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bring it back. With Dunstan Mate, or? With Dunstan, <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. Get old Zed back in. Yeah. Because um, he's made horror movies. Yeah. Willow Creek, he made. Oh, Willow is, Creek. Was it Will- Willow Creek? I think Willow Creek. I'm sure it's Bob Willow Cat. Creek. Is the Bobcat Bob Goldthwait? Goldthwait. The, the, the Bigfoot movie. Yeah, he made I've the not seen it. I've heard movie. there's yeah. a sequel. Willow, Willow Creek. That and is. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's about uh, about the um, Sasquatch. Mm. It's, it's all right. It's all right. all right. Yeah, Angry Sasquatch. Going back to British horror films. What 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 else you got on there? Uh, I think well, we mentioned the descent, didn't we? A field in England. I'm not sure if that's a horror film. I'm not seen it. I don't really. It's it's really good. It's oh. Michael Smiley again. Um, it's mm. Civil War England, and it's about these four guys. They meet up, and what are they trying to do? They're trying to find. They're trying to get in touch with somebody, um, but then they come across this sort of mushroom circle, and then you're not sure. If the rest of the film actually happens, if it happens okay. in their brains, they all go Getcha. absolutely mental. There is an amazing scene where Reese Shearsmith is forced into this tent by, I think it is by Michael Smiley, because he's like a witch finder or something mm-hmm. like that. They're looking for a witch. And they go into this tent and the camera stays outside and you just hear Shearsmith screaming his head off for ages. And then really slowly, he comes back out of the tent with this massive, like, Cheshire Cat grin on his face, real demented eyes, and he's tied to this rope, and he's walking in such a bizarre way. And it's all done really slowly. It's fucking terrifying. Because you know something has happened in that tent. You've got no idea what it is. Hmm. But when he comes out, he's just 
He's not the same. It's fucking brilliant. So, right. You it's sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, I've done flashbacks of wild swimming. <laughs> <laughs> wild rimming. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what's that one that we like, Stu? That, 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 that strikes terror into my heart the end of that is it Sleepaway Camp oh, fuck oh my god the yeah. last shot of that yeah. that, that, re- that really is, is yeah. going, when we talk about when we talk about you can pure get horror badges of that 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 is pure horror that mm. is like like you say I can imagine what you're talking about when you say that even though I haven't seen it and yeah that, that last well, shot the, the film was is like, too much the first like 95% of that film is fucking terrible mm. But, but you're watching made, it, but, but yeah. then that that last. Oh, I can last see it season. now. Just the yeah. it's, it's it's brutal. Just yeah. the the noise that's coming out, the the the, the stature and the gait mm. of the person doing that. Yeah, and and the reveal. The reveal, yeah. It's, it's up there, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's exactly. up there. Like yeah. like it's like yeah. How how can a film be? Go up by about thirty <laughs> percent in five seconds. Yeah, no, I don't think there's a movie that does it better than that. No, that's it, you know, but the Crying Game had the same reveal, didn't it? It, it sure did. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, I spunked me load before that point. Um, any others? Any other ones you got? In there? I think that well, the Hammer films I just sort of grouped all yeah, together. I've yeah. recently got a box set of them all. And just, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. There's some of them are just so long, dull shit, but yeah, they're they're, they're they real good. Right. Well, Joe. Stick about because we're going to pick back up on um, the Patreon episode. So jump in on that. Oh, I'd love yeah, to. Thank uh, you very much. And, uh, and so, yeah. So if you want to hear uh, more from Joe, then um, head over to Patreon because we're going to be doing top five hobbies um, we'd like to try. Yeah. Nice. For that. Um, yeah, Joe, thank you very much. No, thanks for this, this has been amazing. I was saying to Lisa this morning, saying this is mad because, <laughs> you know, two years ago, there I was picking up litter and uh, listening to this podcast. Sorry, so was he, like, he wasn't doing this in my garden. Yeah, he was paying me it was a, a pound, pound a week, pound a week plus favours. The lives, the lives and, uh, of the rich and famous. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I was, you know, I, was, I recently, you know, changed jobs. I was a gardener, but um, yeah, I was listening to this and it, you know, made the hours fly by. So thanks very much. But then just oh, saying like, well, now I'm going to go and actually be on you know, one of my favourite podcasts. This is ridiculous. So, but thanks on, very much. Yeah. Smashing it on Pod Bible. Always. Right. Well, it's the Pod Bible stuff that actually got me the the job that I'm going into next week. So, again, Stu, thanks very much. It was just a, a you know, I was sat in the van one day and I was like, this is shit, isn't it? Yeah. Not shit. It was a lovely job. My employers are very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not but what I want to do. But yeah, yeah I, I wasn't enjoying it. So I just, I saw that you you wanted, you know, you, you were starting Pod Bible. So I just sent you a message out of the blue, didn't I? I just say, do you want anything done? And you said, yeah. yeah, write some stuff. And now I'm doing social media and stuff. So yeah. Which is great. Glad it's amazing. It, so yeah, thanks very much for that. No worries. Now clear my fucking garden. Oh yeah. Sorry. I've butted in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, and there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just 
turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.